This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. I do want to discuss a very interesting scenario that has, I guess, erupted at Sephora, the popular cosmetics retailer, because there are stories that are emerging on social media about Sephora kids. It's, I guess, a new phenomenon, 10-year-old, 12-year-old girls who are trashing stores, buying products that they, I guess, in some cases really don't need, just being impolite, whether it's to their parents or employees of the store or, or other shoppers in the store. And more and more customers are complaining about encounters with these disrespectful children while they're doing the shopping. Kate Carnegie is the president of KC Media and has joined us to chime in on this here on GMH. Kate, good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning, Rick. Thanks for having me on. I, I will admit. topic. Yeah, I will admit I don't shop at Sephora. <laughs> you <laughs> I, don't? I don't know if you do, but this seems wild to me. You know what? This is absolutely wild. When your producer sent me this topic, I said, Okay, yeah, for sure. I can I can talk to this. But as a former news reporter, I said, I'm also going to do my research on this one. So I spoke with a number of friends who are parents of, of girls. I myself have two young boys. Uh, so I said, I can talk to this from specifically a PR standpoint for the brand, mm-hmm. Sephora. And then let's also delve into a little bit about, you know, the behavioral uh, issues at play here when it comes to these you know, tweens and teens and and what we're seeing on TikTok. So we can get right into it if you want. Yeah, uh, let's start with the brand impact because Mm -hmm. this stuff goes viral, as you know, and some people will say, well, you know what, I'm just going to boycott Sephora. Uh, I'm not sure if that is happening, but what impact is this having on the brand? Yeah, and you know what? I I did have a a good sit down here and think about that as, as if Sephora were one of my clients, and I do specialize in crisis communications. And at this point... The brand has done absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, This is a store. They sell products. You can't put an age limit on who can come into a store. Uh, There hasn't been any kind of release or um, messaging that's come out from the store and their communications department because, frankly, there's no need to do that. The store has done nothing wrong. So for me, I'm looking at it from that PR standpoint, and it really is just unfortunate. It's something that you know, brands have to deal with. And it appears that this brand is choosing to stay silent. Now, I would, if again, I were working with that brand, go into some maybe crisis management strategies to mitigate the problem. So here's one. How about maybe they start to consider taking some of those samples off the shelf? That is a huge problem that we're seeing in those videos is these teens or tweens running up, you know, grabbing the the creams and trying them and then you see the videos and pictures of the creams that are all messy or the lipsticks that have been decimated maybe it's it's time to take those samples away and you have to go through the process of asking to speak to an employee to try some of these samples the other issue though that i'm seeing here and it has nothing to do with really the brand Sephora, Mm -hmm. but just the makeup samples in general, what I take issue with here, and I never use them, is how about that harmful bacteria that's being spread from everybody's hands or lips or any of it. So again, from a public relations or crisis communication standpoint, there are steps that can be taken, which I'm sure their teams are doing and are in the process of doing, but Sephora is a massive brand. So this is something that needs to be 
you know, dealt with at a massive corporate level. So you don't often see the changes happen that quickly. There are so many, you know, layers to this, whether, you know, we can discuss the parenting part of this dilemma, you know, dropping off your 10 or 12-year-old girl into the store to, to have, you know, a, a sampling party with their friends. You know, we can talk about the, the shoppers that maybe are a little too easily irritated. Are they too sensitive? Which I can only laugh at. But I, I can also imagine these 10 and 12-year-old girls right now in seven to ten years, what kind of outlook they're going to have on younger kids who are doing what they're doing now? Well, you know what's interesting, Rick, is that I talked in depth with one of my clients who's a behavioral analyst and who works directly with teens and tweens, and she talked exactly about this problem and acknowledged that this age group are you know, particularly vulnerable to social media and influencers. And at age 13, most children are undergoing, you know, that developmental shift and are looking to their peers as opposed to their parents for influence. And that's not anything new. I mean, we had that as well when we were younger. What is new, though, is social media, which kind of allows teens and tweens, well, it does, a larger glimpse into the lives of not only just their peers, but much older influencers and celebrities And then we're seeing the results of these teens or tweens trying to keep up with what they see online. So that behavior, though, isn't new. When we were young, when I was young, I remember, you know, we didn't have social media, but we did have those teen magazines or Vogue. And we did see supermodels wearing makeup and clothes and bathing suits that may not have been, you know, considered appropriate for our age group. But what is the same is parenting. And it does come down to parenting. And I reached out to, you know, my group of friends who are parents and the ones specifically with tween girls or teenage girls. And it all comes down to having that open communication to what you're seeing, listening to your child about what, you know, they, they may be seeing and maybe why they want to buy the makeup. Why do they want to wear the makeup? And the use of skincare products doesn't have to be a negative experience. It's something that we need to kind of experience it along with our children and then explain to them why maybe some products aren't acceptable, why they could be dangerous for your skin, offer an alternative. So, you know, hey, honey, that one is meant for plumping for mummy's lips and can be quite dangerous if it's put on, you know, a child's skin. But this one, if you're really interested in trying something out, this would be a little bit more appropriate. And so it's getting involved and, and being aware and validating what these kids are seeing, hearing, being bombarded with. And it's our job as parents to control the messaging instead of the messaging being pounded into their brains from social media. That's a good and point. That, really... yeah, that communication is huge. I'll have to cut you off because we're out of time. But, Kate, I appreciate oh, okay. your time this morning. Okay, anytime, Rex. Kate Carnegie, Have President. You too, Kate Carnegie, President of KC Media. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 5:30 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900chml.com.